The Word of God says, Is any sick among you? Let them call on the elders of the church and let them pray for them, and the prayer of faith will make them whole. If you are sick in any part of your body and need healing, why not join us for the next special healing school, Saturday the 7th of December at 6.30 p.m. at Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, West Sussex, RH10-8DS. Please call 07938-494-294 or visit solutionchapel.org for further details. The Special Healing School, Saturday the 7th of December, is free and open to everyone. Come and receive your healing. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Number three, in what situation should we give God thanks? In unfruitful situations. In unfruitful situations. Somebody said, Pastor, but why are you using all the negative situations? Because it's very easy to thank God when everything is okay. It's very easy. When you have food on your table, you have fruits on your table, everything is all in place. You have one million pounds in your savings account and you have 27 millions in your investment bonds. It's very easy to thank God. Well, we thank God for his faithfulness. Welcome to December, our month of thanksgiving. The Bible says in Psalm 26 verse 7, it says that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. And we are blessed by God's word. This month, God will do exploits in your life. I said God will do exploits in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Well, are you ready for the word? Okay, I'm going to preach a very short word. I have less than 30 minutes. So let's run quickly in Jesus' name. Turn with me please in your Bibles to the book of Psalm 116 verse 12. Psalm 116 verse 12. I read, are you there? Psalm 116, verse 12. I read, it says, What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm sharing a two-part message. I start today, I finish next week, that I have titled Unveiling the Supernatural Benefits of Thanksgiving. Amen. Unveiling the Supernatural Benefits of Thanksgiving. And this is part one. Thanksgiving is demanded by God from every child of God. Thanksgiving is demanded by God from every child of God. That's why we have to be conscious of giving God thanks on a regular basis. 
Why? Because ungrateful people shall never prosper. I am yet to see someone who is ungrateful who has ever prospered in the kingdom of God. Because in the kingdom of God, thanksgiving is demanded. Thanksgiving is demanded. So the Bible says in the book of Psalm 116 verse 12, it says, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? It's a question. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? In other words, whenever God does something to our benefit, we are demanded and required to render something unto him. And what we are demanded and required to render unto him is thanksgiving. Is thanksgiving. Psalm, one, Psalm 68 verse 19. It says, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation. Blessed be the Lord who daily daily so his benefits are loaded into us on a daily basis on a daily basis all you need is for God to open your eyes to see the benefits he is loading onto you Psalm 103 verse 2 it says blessed be the Lord bless the Lord O my soul and forget not all his benefits Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. That means there is a possibility that we will forget all his benefits. There is a possibility that we will forget his benefits. So the question we want to ask is, how do we give God thanks or if thanksgiving has to be done at what point do we give God thanks at what point do we give God thanks write this down if thanksgiving is not done promptly God does not accept it if thanksgiving is not done promptly God does not accept it. Malachi chapter 2 from verse 1 to 3. It says, and now, O priest, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear and if you will not take it to heart, to give glory to my name. In other words, to give thanks to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you and I'll curse your blessings. Yes, I have cursed them already because you do not give me thanks promptly. Because you do not give me thanks how? Promptly. Verse 3 says, Behold, I will rebuke your descendants. Look at what happens when you don't give God thanks promptly. He said the, the, the curse is not just on you. Look, it goes to your descendant. It says, behold, I will rebuke your descendants and spread refuse. Refuse there means dung. 
refuse on your faces, the dung or the refuse of your solemn feast, and one will take you away with it. God forbid. That's why whenever God does something for you, you have to thank him how? Promptly. It's called prompt thanksgiving. If God has done something for you and you haven't thanked him, don't expect anything from him. That's why I say ungrateful people shall never prosper. So question we want to ask, in what situation should we give God thanks? In what situation? Number one, we must give God thanks in every situation. Number one, in every situation. Both the good, the bad, and the not so bad or not so good. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. It says in everything give thanks. In everything. In how many things? In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. So notice what the will of God is. The will of God is thanksgiving. The will of God is thanksgiving. If you're wondering what is the will of God for my life, the will of God for your life is in thanksgiving. As you continue to give God thanks, you will discover his will for your life. Philippians chapter 4 verse 6, it says, be anxious for nothing, But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. In everything. In everything. In the midst of anxiety, give God what? Thanks. In the midst of frustration, give God what? Thanks. In everything, we must learn to give God thanks. Number two. We must give God thanks in tight places. Number one, we must give God thanks in every situation. Number two, we must give God thanks in tight places. How many of you have found yourself in some tight places before? Where everything seemed tight. Sometimes your husband is tight. Even your wife is tight. When it's time for bed, your wife wears a tight jeans to bed. That's you are in your tight places. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In everything, in, in tight places, you must give God thanks. Hallelujah. When you are driving your car and it's broken down by the traffic light during rush, rush hour, that's your tight place. Be giving God thanks. Father, thank you for this car breaking down. Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. The Bible says that, And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. In other words, they gave thanks unto God, and the prisoners heard them. So they were in prison. The prison life represents their tight place. Prison is a place of containment. No freedom. It's a tight place. It's a place where you don't have excess movement. But in the midst of that tight place, 
the Bible says Paul and Silas were still thanking God. Let me say this. Those who thank God in the midst of difficult places are those who are matured. It takes a matured Christian, a matured believer to give God thanks in a tight place. If you are not matured, you can't give God thanks in a tight place. Look at what happened after they gave God thanks. Verse 26, the Bible says that, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bounds were loosed. Don't wait to come out of that tight place before you give God thanks. Give him thanks in the midst of the tight place. You have a job or no job, give God thanks. You have been demoted or not, give God thanks. In the midst of that tight place, when you give God thanks, then he'll move you to the next level. Hallelujah. In what situation should we give God thanks? Very important. Number one, what do we do? We must give God thanks in every situation. Number two, we must give God thanks in tight places. Write this down. Never allow the situation you find yourself in to stop you from giving God thanks. Never allow the situation you find yourself in to stop you from giving God thanks. I remember when my dad passed away, I gave God thanks. When my mother passed away, I gave God thanks. When my brother passed away, I gave God thanks. The devil wanted to use that situation to generate bitterness in my heart towards God. Do you know that the devil has used situations to generate bitterness in the hearts of some Christians against God? He said, God, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to me? As a matter of fact, when my mother died and I went home to go and bury her, obviously, uh, everyone knows that you've come from the UK, so they're expecting money from you. Praise God. So, we have to go coffin shopping. And because I had already said I'm going to buy the coffin, People who were not going to buy the coffin were making decisions for me. They see a very expensive coffin. They say, buy this one. This one is good. We like this one. But it's not them paying. So we were going coffin shopping from one shop to the other. One shop. I had no money in my pocket. I had nothing. And whilst we were going from one coffin shop to the other, I said to God, thank you. But you did not call me to pastor your church. You did not call me into ministry to put shame on me. So that even at, at my mother's death, I don't have money to buy her coffin. And then from there, breakthrough started happening. Supernatural provision came out. But what happened? I was not bitter in that situation. I was grateful to God for giving me the privilege to go from one coffin shop to the other. When they see this one, they say it's good. I said, no, it's not good. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> but whilst I was doing that, I was thanking God. 
If you can't thank God in your tight place, I'm sorry to say you might end up in that tight place. Number three, in what situation should we give God thanks? In unfruitful situations. In unfruitful situations. Somebody said, Pastor, but why are you using all the negative situations? Because it's very easy to thank God when everything is okay. It's very easy. When you have food on your table, you have fruits on your table, everything is all in place. You have one million pounds in your savings account and you have 27 million in your investment bonds. It's very easy to thank God. When you are driving a, 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 a very powerful car and everything is in place, it's very easy to thank God. But when you are driving a two-by-four car, a two-by-four, when you put your leg on the brake, you have to brake from far. You have to be pumping the brake, pumping the... <laughs> uh, it's very difficult to thank God. I say, God, what is this? Upon all I do for you, you give me a car to pump the brake, you better thank God in that tight place. So we thank God in unfruitful situations. Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17 to 19. Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17 to 19. It says, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be fruit in the vines, and the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall not yield no meat, and the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no head in the stills. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will draw in the God of my salvation. In other words, despite unfruitfulness all around me, my business is not being fruitful. My body is not being fruitful. Everything around me is dried up. My, the, my workplace is not being fruitful. In the midst of that, yet I will choose to thank God. Thanksgiving is a choice. In the midst of that situation, difficult situation, tight place, nothing working, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord. I will give him praise in the midst of that unfruitful situation. And look at what happens when you give him praise and you thank him. Verse 19, the Bible says that the Lord is my strength. You see what happens? Verse 17 puts weakness in you. Verse 17 weakens you because when things are unfruitful, sometimes you don't have the energy to move to the next level. But when you thank God, thanksgiving generates the fuel of strength. Thanksgiving generates a grace for supernatural access of heavenly strength. When you thank God, verse 19, it says, the Lord is my strength. And he will make my feet like the hind's feet. And, I will, and he will make me to walk upon my high places. Amen. Say a good amen. amen. 
So in the midst of the unfruitful situations, when you thank God, guess what happened? Strength is made available for you. Your feet becomes like the hind's feet. You become faster in life. Others might be going slow around you, but you begin to go faster because thanksgiving generates supernatural speed. Say a good amen to that. Oh, I said say a good amen to that. So when he makes your feet like the hands feet, the Bible says that thanksgiving will cause you to walk in your high places. I prophesy over someone in this house. You are coming into your season of high places. Sound a good amen. From today, your feet will be walking in high places. You'll be moving from one high place to the other. High places will be looking for you in the name of Jesus. Listen, the spirit of joy activates thanksgiving. The spirit of joy is what activates. So that means if thanksgiving is there and you don't have the spirit of joy, you can't give thanks. That's why Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3 It says with joy will I draw water Out of the wells of salvation It takes joy Joy you have to understand That the spirit of joy activates thanksgiving So thanksgiving is already there But for thanksgiving to be activated You need the spirit of joy you can't be around people who are moaning, crying all the time. People who murmur and complain all the time. Go around friends, they are complaining. Oh, have you heard? I don't like people who complain. I don't like people who murmur. I don't have any friend who complains. And you know, I, I used to have people when they call you, pastors, when they call, hey, blah, blah, blah. just murmuring. Just complaining about everything. You have to detach yourself from such association. Let me say this. If you are in an environment of memory and complaining, nothing will work for you. As a matter of fact, God takes memory seriously. The children of Israel murmured against God and he dealt seriously with them. Stop complaining. Stop memorying. Stop saying, oh God, why me? Why not you? Why not you? When the testimonies come, do you say, oh God, why me? If you don't go through the test, you will not have no testimony. When the blessing comes, do you say, God, oh, why me? Why are you blessing me? Why don't you bless my enemy? No, you don't say that. So stop memory. Start giving God thanks in every situation. Number four, finally, in what situation should we give God thanks? Number four, in barren situation. In barren situation. Romans chapter four, verse 19 to 21. Romans chapter four, verse 19 to 21. It says, and not being weak in faith, talking about Abraham, 
he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but he strengthened by he, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. The word giving glory to God there means giving thanks to God. Amen. In the midst of his barrenness, in the midst of his dead body, in the midst of his wife's dead womb, he was still thanking God. He was still giving glory to God. His faith was not weak. He believed God for the next level. He didn't know how it was going to happen. That's why I like that song we sing. Even though I don't feel it, it's still working. Even though I don't see it, it's still working. You don't have to see it. You don't have to feel it for God to work. God is not feeling. So, Sarah's womb was dead. God has promised them a child. God said you're going to have a child and through this child, the world will be populated. The world will be blessed. Yet Sarah was barren. She was carrying a promise of God over her life, but she was barren. She was fasting and praying, still barren. Serving in the house of God, still barren. People who were not Christians were having babies without fasting and praying. But she did not allow that to create envy and jealousy and bitterness in her heart. The Bible says that be careful lest the, the root of bitterness spring up in you. Sometimes when you look at the unbelievers, the way they are flourishing and the way they are prospering, if you are not careful, the root of bitterness will grow up in you. But when Sarah and Abraham were facing this challenge, look at what was going on. The Bible says that Abraham was giving glory to God. Abraham was giving thanks to God. Abraham was telling God, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know you are the way maker. I know you are my way maker. I know you make a way on the desert. I know you make a way in the sea. I may come to my dead end, but I know that you will make a way for me. Even though I don't see it, you are making a way. Even though I don't feel it, you are making a way. Even though I can't sense it, you are making a way. He did not waver. He did not waver the promises of God. Stop wavering. God is not a man that he should lie. God is faithful to his word. God cannot lie. He is not a man that he should lie. He is a God who sticks to his word. He sticks to his word. The reason that, why, that you can't feel it doesn't mean God is not working. 
You might be in your dark season now, but God is still working. The Bible says that, and Jacob wrestled with an angel to the to the next day, to the breaking of dawn, and by the time dawn was breaking, he couldn't see what was happening, and the Bible says that, and God changed his name from Jacob to Israel, saying you have wrestled with God, and you have wrestled with man, and you have prevailed. Somebody is going to prevail in this house. You have been wrestling with that thing for years, for months, for weeks. You will prevail. You will prevail. I said you will prevail. You will prevail. You will prevail. In the name of Jesus. Abraham did not waver. Abraham did not doubt the integrity of God's word. Can I tell you what has brought us this far? Thanksgiving. When we knew no one, we were thanking God. When there was just one member in the church, we were thanking God. We were thanking God for the thousands. We were thanking God for the millions. We were thanking God for what he's about to do. Thanksgiving has supernatural benefits. Supernatural benefits that many Christians are not aware of. It was giving glory to God. Verse 21, the Bible says that, and being fully convinced. I love that. You have to come to that point where you are fully convinced. Where your faith is not in man. Your faith is in God. Fully convinced. Fully convinced that it doesn't matter. Even if I'm about to take my last breath. I am fully convinced that what God has promised me. He will fulfill it. He was fully convinced. He was fully persuaded. How convinced are you? How persuaded are you that God is not a man that he should lie? He was fully persuaded. He was fully convinced that what he has promised, he is able. I said he is able. I said he is able. God is able. I said God is able. I said God is able. I said God is able. So listen, I said God is able. 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 He is not just able. He is able to perform it. He is a performer. I said he is a performer. He performs what he speaks. Every prophetic word over you before the end of this year, God will perform it. Oh, shout a living amen. God will perform it. God will perform it. In the name of Jesus. 
So it's time for us to give God thanks. Promptly and radically. How promptly and radically. Be a radical thanksgiver. In the midst of any situation, don't let the devil find you complaining or cursing God or blaming God or murmuring against God. Let the devil find you thanking God. That's the devil's plan to put you in a situation where you curse God. He came to God and said, have you seen your servant Job? He's not serving you because of anything. He's serving you because you've blessed him. God said, no. He's not serving me because of the blessing. I know this man. He's serving me because he knows and understands. The devil said, if you like, take everything. God took away everything. Took everything. Job's wife said, are you still going to be thanking God? Why don't you just curse God and die? And Job said to her, you speak like one of those foolish women. You have some friends who speak like one of those foolish friends that you have to disassociate yourself from. Anyone that doesn't draw you close to God is, is, is in the category of Job's wife. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't draw you closer to the house of God or to the things of God is in the category of Job's wife. I love Job's response. Job said, I know that my redeemer liveth. I know that my redeemer, he liveth. And because he lives, I will see tomorrow. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I will see the fulfillment of whatever he has promised me. It's time. Some of us are owing God in thanksgiving. Today you are going to go home. Set one hour apart. One hour today. Any time that you want for one hour of thanksgiving. One hour. And when we come next week, those who have thanked God for one hour today will see unprecedented testimonies next week. One hour. Take your expectation card, put some powerful music on there and start dancing. And start praising him. You see, when you see me dancing like this, sometimes there's pain in my leg or my body or somewhere. But despite the pain, because I know what I'm expecting. Are you following what I'm saying? And as we do that, we'll see the faithfulness of God in Jesus' name. Did you receive it today? Come on, let's give God a better praise. Let's give God a better praise. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank him in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, 
Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. The Word of God says, Is any sick among you? Let them call on the elders of the church and let them pray for them, and the prayer of faith will make them whole. If you are sick in any part of your body and need healing, why not join us for the next special healing school, Saturday the 7th of December at 6.30 p.m. at Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, West Sussex, RH10 8DS. Please call 07938 494-294 or visit solutionchapel.org for further details. The Special Healing School, Saturday the 7th of December, is free and open to everyone. Come and receive your healing.